the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray together this morning. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we declare our love for you. We thank you, Lord, that you have told us to set aside one day out of seven and call it your Sabbath, Sabbath Shabbat. What a blessing it is to focus on you, to magnify your name, to sing your praises, and to be uh, reminded that we are your servant that we are representing you to a dark world with the light of Messiah. So we bless you. We thank you. We ask you for a terrific day marked by your working in our hearts, by the power of your spirit in our lives. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Good morning, good morning. So last week... We started a new topic. It was the Shabbat, the Sabbath. And as we care about the heart of Messiah on this show, obviously, it is important to follow and obey uh, the Lord, right? It shows that we love him. So how do we know if something's really important in Scripture? Well, one way is by repetition. And Shabbat is spoken of so many times, both in the Hebrew Scriptures and the new covenant. So last week we used my new Sabbath Haggadah, which is available to you by calling Karen at 813-831-5673, or you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. And we reviewed what a Friday night dinner would look like using the Shabbat Haggadah. Uh, to worship God and to inspire people to come closer to him and to each other and to share the good news, right? And which were the three purposes of this Haggadah. And we we looked at Mark 2.27, which Yeshua said to his disciples, Shabbat was made for man, not man for Shabbat. 
So if that's the case, God knew how important it would be for us to take one day per week and dedicate it to him. So God is teaching us to set aside our own desires and focus on him. This is such a fundamental teaching, a foundational teaching of our faith. The Sabbath brings balance into our lives and you are bringing peace into a hectic, hectic life when you are celebrating Shabbat. So let's look at it again. We're going to look further today. We're going to look at how to celebrate the end of Shabbat. Uh, yeah, the end, exactly. Yes, there is a celebration and it's called Havdalah. Now for us New Yorkers, we say Havdalah. So either way you want to pronounce it works for me. This is a celebration that takes place at sundown. Now let's not be legalistic. It's important to set aside the Sabbath for God. Then, and, and that's more important than getting the exact time that it's correct to begin the celebration or to end the celebration. Look, you might not even have this type of service each week. However, I can guarantee you, having it will enrich your walk with the Lord, and again, sharing it with family and friends will just make it even that much better. So, let's begin the ending of Shabbat, which is called, as I said, Havdalah. And uh, so, we're going to go to my Haggadah, and it says here, that in preparation, we are to have a tall braided candle with several wicks, minimum of two wicks, a kiddish cup. Now, kiddish means sanctification. And so a kiddish cup is nothing more than a special cup set aside to uh, have the fruit of the vine in it. And then you have a saucer under it and obviously the wine or the grape juice. And a box filled with fragrant spices, and that's called besamim. One of the God's greatest gifts to his people is the Sabbath. Each Friday evening, it is welcomed as if it were a bride. Each Saturday night, it is ushered out with a special cer- ceremony called Havdalah. The Hebrew word Havdalah means separation or division. And the Havdalah ceremony highlights the separation between the Shabbat and the rest of the week. So the ceremony also embraces the separation between the sacred and the secular, between light and darkness, between Israel and the heathen peoples. Havdalah is a ceremony that proclaims there are moral distinctions in the universe. There's a right way and a wrong way. There's God's way and there's man's way. Havdalah is not a requirement nor a law and nor is it a necessity. It's a way of ending the spiritual feast of the Sabbath or the Shabbat given by God to his children. Havdalah marks the separation that God desires for us from the profane. And that brings us great joy and is 
great cause for a celebration. When we choose a people, or I'm sorry, when God chooses a people, he separates them from all other people by his presence. So we see this clearly expressed in Exodus 33, verses 16 and 17. For how would it be known that I or your people have found favor in your sight? Isn't it because you go with us that distinguishes us from all the people on the face of the earth? Adonai answered Moses, I will also do what you have said, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Wow. God called Israel to be a holy nation unto himself, distinct, separate, chosen, and special. Consecration was never to be an option. It was an integral part of God's calling and of the love relationship between God and Israel. Now look, when God called you and you answered the call by receiving Yeshua into your life, you also became a chosen people, separated from the world by God's purposes and design. In the New Covenant, God repeats the concept that was given to Israel in Exodus 19, 5 and 6, and Isaiah 42, 6, about being chosen, and he's giving this message to his believers in Yeshua. And it says here in 1 Peter 2, verse 9, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Verse 10, Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. You were shown no mercy but now you have been shown mercy. So, all of you who are believers should set aside the Sabbath as God set you apart to show his light to the world. Amen? Amen and amen. Okay. So, we continue with the fruit of the vine. A cup of wine is a traditional symbol of joy and of a festive occasion. During the Havdalah ceremony, the fruit of the vine is poured into a Kiddush cup and allowed to flow over into the saucer beneath. This overflowing of the cup reminds us of what the psalmist King David said. In Psalm 23, 5, he said, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. So God is the source of overflowing joy in the lives of those who follow him. Not just a little joy, but joy unspeakable and full of glory. The overflowing cup is also a symbol of the blessing that we expect to receive in the week to come. It is the fullness of joy experienced by Messiah and promised to us by the Messiah in John 15, 11, where he said, these things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. 
The image of an overflowing cup of wine lingers long after Shabbat is over. We are always cautioned about spilling, right? (laughs) However, spilling is not only allowed, but it's a must in the Havdalah service. So at this point, the wine is poured uh, until it overflows the cup. Then it is held in the right hand and blessed as follows. Psalm 116.13 says, I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Secondly, we have the aromatic spices. The sense of smell is also involved in Havdalah. We can anticipate the sweetness of the eternal Shabbat to come, but for now the spices speak of the delight, spiritual riches, and pleasure of the Shabbat itself and help to extend it a little bit. The lovely fragrance also helps to dispel the hint of sadness at the departure of the Shabbat. So you take the spice box at this point and you pass it to each person who is in attendance and each one smells the um, the spices and after that you say Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech alam minei basamim Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the Universe, who creates various spi- uh, kinds of spices. And then we read Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved, uh, loved children, and walk in love just as Messiah also loved us and gave himself up for us as an offering and sacrifice to God for a fragrant aroma. Right? It's all about the heart, isn't it? Ezekiel twenty forty one. With your sweet aroma... I will accept you when I bring you out from the peoples and gather you from the countries where you have been scattered. I will be sanctified in you in the sight of the nations. And then at this point, we all pray together. Lord, help us to be a sweet fragrance to Messiah in this next week. May our sacrifice be seen by you and all those who encounter as we seek to be a blessing. Finally, uh, we do the portion on the Havdalah candle. According to tradition, light is not kindled on the Sabbath. However, we light a candle now as the first act of a new week. It recalls the first act of creation when God said, let there be light. The implications for believers in Yeshua are numerous. Yeshua said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. John 8, 12. He went on to commend his followers to be lights in the world of darkness. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And that comes from Matthew 5, 14 and 16. The light of the special Havdalah candle is a wonderful reminder of Messiah, his light, and our commission to be like him. Havdalah can be a means by which we rededicate ourselves to this high calling of being a light in a dark world 
at the beginning of each new week. A special candle is used in the Havdalah ceremony. This minimum requirement, as I said before, is uh, for is to be braided and have at least two week, uh, wicks. Uh, a rabbinic commentator said that the two separate candles symbolize creation and redemption, and they become one. Think of the significance of this for believers in Yeshua. Yeshua was in the beginning and became the eternal sacrifice for our sin. So the multi-candles, becoming one, reminds us of Yeshua's heart as expressed in John 17.21, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you, that they also may be one in us. And now the blessing. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who creates the light of the fire. And so at this point, the uh, candle is lit, and we read uh, Isaiah 42, verse 6. I, Adonai, called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations. Amen. Amen. Now we uh, read something called the separation. The cup of wine is taken again in the right hand as the Havdalah ceremony concludes with a special blessing that emphasizes the separation theme. And I'll just read it in English. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who makes a distinction between holy and profane, between light and darkness, between Israel and the heathen nations, between the seventh day and the six working days. Blessed are you, O Lord, who makes a distinction between holy and profane. And at this point, you take your candle and you put it in the saucer where the spilled wine was and extinguish it and say the following. We have seen the symbols of Havdalah. We've tasted the wine. We've smelled the fragrant spices. We have felt the heat of the flame. We have heard the word of the Lord. In this way, we consecrate our five senses to God as we return to the labor of the coming week. Blessed, blessed are you, our Father and King, who has given us this holy day, a holy calling, and your Holy Spirit within us. We thank you, Lord, for calling us out of darkness into your marvelous light. We give you praise for separating us from our sin through the atoning sacrifice of our Messiah, Yeshua. Help us, O God, to follow you in this new week, to walk in your light, to walk in your love, and to glorify you with our lives. In Yeshua's name, amen. At this time, we end the uh, Havdalah and the Shabbat and with the Aaronic Benediction. Now, as you probably remember, the Aaronic Benediction comes from Numbers 6, verses 24 to 26. And it goes like this. Ya'adonai panavalecha vichuneka. 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And we pray this in the name of Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace, Yeshua Mishikenu, Yeshua, our Messiah, Amen. And then we either sing Shavua Tov, which means have a good week, or we sing Shabbat Shalom, or we sing Adon Olam, or we sing Ein Keloheinu. All of these are in the Haggadah. And then finally, on the last page, it just says this. May the Lord bless you as you set aside this day and yourself for the Lord. Shabbat Shalom. This is a delight. As we read last week from Scripture, the Sabbath is a delight. And as we celebrate the Sabbath, we delight in the Lord. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of speaking about Shabbat. We've come to the end of our program. You know, it has been said, as much as the Jew has kept Shabbat, so has Shabbat kept the Jew. So think of it this way. The Sabbath has been a miracle of God that he gave to his people And without a land, for 2,000 years, they still remained a people. And I believe that one of the reasons that they still remained a people of God, after 2,000 years, going throughout the world without a homeland, is because they celebrated the Sabbath. They celebrated Shabbat. Consider, as those of you who are Christian, having a tradition that is based on God's word every week that will hold your family together and keep your children in him too. This is the blessing of Shabbat. And for that reason, I've put together a Shabbat booklet, which I'm calling a Haggadah, but it's a booklet. And it's roughly 24 pages And if you would like to buy our Shabbat booklet or Haggadah, send us a gift of $5 or more. Now, if you'd like to buy five or more for your family, and I hope you would, because you should have them for family, friends, co-workers, I mean, then just send us a gift equaling $3 or more for each Haggadah. Or you know what? If you don't have the money, we'll send you a Haggadah anyway. Just Call Karen at 813-831-5673. She's there from 10 to 5, Monday through Friday, or you can leave a message on her phone and she'll call you back. You can also email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Now, if you feel this and our other teachings have been valuable to you, please call Karen again at 813-831-5673. Make a monthly pledge 
or a one-time gift, this is really going to help us stay on the air. So we would love for you to do that. We have agreed to be on this radio station for another year. However, we made the commitment by faith, praying that there would be enough people who would help us financially. So again, call Karen, 813-831-5673. May the power of God's word and his spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let us pray. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.